Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, May 15th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris and Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending May 12, 2023. In general economic news, the Consumer Price Index rose by 4.9% year-over-year in April, marking the first reading below 5% in two years and setting the stage for a potential pause in the Federal Reserve's aggressive tightening measures, which saw the Fed raise rates for the 10th straight time earlier this month. The benchmark interest rate now sits at a target range of 5% to 5.25%. In auto finance, fintechs reported their Q1 earnings. Automation fintech open lending saw certified loan volume fall for the fourth consecutive quarter, driven by the bank and credit union pullback in auto finance that has defined the first quarter. Total certified loans, or CERTs, came in at 32,400, down 26% year over year, driven by a 32% year over year decrease in CERTs from banks and credit unions. Facilitated loan origination volume fell 20% year-over-year to $952 million. Meanwhile, artificial intelligence-based lending platform Upstart continues to build out its retail product following an initial pilot and signed on its first lending partner for its retail business, which is an expansion of the company's AI-driven refinance product. Upstart sells retail installment contracts that originated through dealers to its lending partners. Prior to signing on the first external financier, Upstart leveraged its balance sheet to fund retail loans and a pilot to calibrate the fintech's lending models. Auto loans held on Upstart's balance sheet increased by just shy of 1% sequentially and 74% year-over-year to $401 million. Upstart's origination volume through the bank partners decreased 78% year-over-year to just over 84,000 auto and personal loans in Q1 totaling $997 million. Also last week, Auto Finance News hosted the Auto Finance Summit East in Nashville. Artificial intelligence-driven underwriting, credit performance, digitization, and subprime financing were prevalent topics throughout the show. In subprime financing news, credit performance degradation continued to cause concern. In fact, two securities backed by subprime auto loans may be headed for the first ever default of an auto asset-backed securitization following the closure of American Car Center and U.S. auto sales. The securitization transactions are at risk of posting principal losses with the detrunch of one of American Car Center's deals having been paid down substantially, but was sitting at just 38% of credit enhancement remaining. Kroll Bond Rating Agency on April 23rd placed six tranches of multiple American Car Center securitizations issued in 2019, 2021, and 2022 on watch downgrade after collections for payments to the securities note holders was not received by the April 20th payment date from the servicer Westlake Portfolio Management, according to a KBRA research note. Westlake Portfolio Management assumed servicing of American Car Center's lease portfolios which lease portfolio, which included loans in those securitizations when American Car Center went under. Moody's Investor Services also on April 28th placed 11 classes of notes from three U.S. auto sales securitizations on, quote, review for downgrade. 
That news wasn't the only bit to come out of the subprime talks at the summit. Riley, what else did you hear? Yeah, one topic that it seems subprime lenders are beginning to really look closely at is the degradation that we've seen in credit scores. Um, Mike Opdahl, Chief Operating Officer at Automotive Credit Corp., he brought up that the lender has seen its lowest FICO scores coming in on applications in 15 years. And that's even factoring in the credit score migration that we kind of saw due to the COVID stimulus checks being put into the market. But now we're seeing a little reversal of that as consumers are beginning to rely on credit cards a little bit more to stay on top of the high inflationary environment. Uh, Mike said that their FICOs have dropped almost 40 points between September and the end of 2022. And they leveled up a little bit in the first half of the quarter of 2023, but they've actually seen them drop down a little bit more in April. So due to those, um, the drop in credit scores, they've had to, like they've seen a lot of consumers who are quote unquote, not close to qualifying for a loan under their traditional lending metrics. So their capture rates have gone down and they look to book ratios. So that's something that they're really looking at is the drop down in credit scores. And Amanda, you were hearing something similar, I believe. What's yeah, going on then? So, yeah, a couple of people, you know, kind of talked a little bit about some of the things happening in the subprime market. So artificial intelligence-based auto lender Lindbuzz's chief executive Amitai Kalmar said at the summit that they are seeing a significant inbound, those are his words, of dealerships looking to sign on with new lending partners and new lending platforms because auto lenders have slowed down so much on subprime lending given today's challenging, you know, macroeconomic environment. So they're really seeing, you know, inbound dealerships looking for other options. So that's, that's a little bit of a concern there. And then Automotive Credit Court's Mike Oakdahl, who Riley just mentioned, also echoed, you know, that sentiment, sharing that the financier has been getting about two inquiries a day on average from dealers looking for financing. And he called that a red flag and noted that the volume of requests they are seeing may indicate that dealers are currently looking for new lender partners, that their lending partners aren't picking up as much subprime business and may have stepped back some. So that obviously is a concern as well. It also could pose an opportunity for lenders to gain market share if they are willing to maybe adjust their risk appetites and kind of pick up where others have stepped back. We'll just kind of have to see how it plays out. Right. And artificial intelligence was also a hot topic at AFS East. Amanda, what did you hear during your executive dialogue? There was a lot of good stuff out of there. There was definitely. So a couple of different companies brought up, you know, some specifics that they're looking to do, at least down the road. You know, technology, of course, is always in flux, but both Wells Fargo and TDECU, which credit union, shared some insight into their tech initiatives. So the big takeaway at Wells was that the auto lender is considering launching direct to consumer financing in the next couple of years as part of larger tech strategy. So we're not talking about, you know, launching next week, um, but it's definitely something that it, they are eyeing. So Wells Fargo auto loans right now are only available through dealerships. But direct lending could be coming because the bank is continuing to focus on digitization and automation. And that is another step that could come down the road as they roll out their their tech strategy of the next couple of years. And then TDECU also recently upgraded to a new loan origination system. So for the first time, they can distribute automatic application approvals. So that was you know, a big deal for them to be able to do that for their dealer partners. And the system also allows them to send an automatic immediate notification to dealers upon funding. Where 
whereas before they would rely on, you know, hundreds of funding sheets going out in the day. And obviously that's manual and it takes time and it takes a lot to notify your dealers that way. So lots of good things happening on the indirect side. They are working to bring their direct business also over to the new system. So some of these upgrades that they're seeing for their dealers on the indirect side, you know, eventually they'll start seeing the automatic approvals and things like that, I would imagine, on their direct business as well. So that will be coming. They launched the new system back in January. So we know it takes some time to kind of roll over to all of your business. So that is in the works right now. But less things on the technology side. Those are little tidbits, but there was there was quite a bit. Right. More to come for sure. And, you know, Riley, um, you covered uh, Chase Auto's technology initiatives as well. Yeah, we had uh, Chase Auto's chief executive, Peter Mariungi, for a fireside chat to kick off our sessions on Thursday. And he touched on Chase Auto's like top three priorities when it comes to their tech initiatives. And the first priority he mentioned is that they aim to support dealers with quote unquote self-service tools to provide faster underwriting for more efficient funding. Um, Chase is also aiming to provide its private label manufacturer partners with the best support possible, no matter what distribution models they adopt. And those, whether those distribution models are direct to consumer, agency model, or traditional franchise model. Um, Chase does have private label deals with EV manufacturers, Rivian Automotive and Fisker. So as they iron out their way to sell to consumers, they want to be able to support them in whatever dealer um, function they choose. Uh, and then finally, he touched on um, looking to create a smooth omni-channel process for consumers and dealers. Um, he said that they've invested a lot of time and energy in building an end-to-end -end experience for Chase customers to be able to shop, finance, and manage their cars, and they've made tremendous progress in that, and they aim to continue to do that. All right, well, we certainly have more Auto Finance Summit East coverage this week, so stay tuned for that. And the Big Wheels Auto Finance Data 2023 report is now available. Big Wheels is the nation's only ranking of the top 100 auto financiers by originations and the top 200 auto financiers by outstanding, so be sure to check that out. That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.